Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, You, Us, a well-being podcast. It's another Well-Being Wednesday here at Consumers Energy, and I'm your host, Bill Krieger. Today, my guest is Carson Seal. He works in customer strategy and data analytics here at Consumers Energy. So, Carson, if you'll introduce yourself, we'll get the conversation started. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, and this goes without saying, Bill, thank you so much for allowing us our time to speak. Uh, you, This podcast is absolutely incredible and was such a great idea. So, uh, my name is Carson Seal. My pronouns are he, him, and his, and I identify as a cisgender gay male. I am a technical analyst within Consumers Energy's Customer Strategy and Data Analytics Organization, and my group is responsible for testing system enhancements for customer operations and CX&T. And I'm also the political liaison for PACE. It sounds like you have a, a very interesting job, um, but you mentioned PACE, so I know what that is, but there may be some listeners who don't know what PACE is, so could you tell us a little bit about PACE and what you guys do? Yeah, Absolutely. So PACE is the Pride Alliance for Consumers Energy, and our group is the, we are the, the spokespeople for uh, our community, for the LGBTQ plus community and, uh, and, and our allies. So we do a lot of work to support our, our employees and um, have a lot of, of interaction outside of the company with uh, different organizations, and we are really, you know, the, the backbone of uh, getting equality across not just our company, but statewide and countrywide. Do you have to be a member of the LGBTQ community to be a member of PACE, or can anyone join? Yeah, great question. Uh, No, you absolutely do not need to be uh, a member of the LGBTQ plus community to be a member. Uh, Our allies are actually some of our biggest voices. And when I say ally, that could be, you know, uh, someone that identifies as straight, but uh, has uh, connections to the LGBTQ plus community, or it could be even someone that identifies maybe as transgender, but uh, but supports their their gay brothers and sisters. So no, absolutely not. Um, our allies are some of our biggest voices. So we encourage anyone to join if they if they can. So what I'm hearing is like inclusivity. So. Uh, I think many times when people think about employee resource groups, they think about exclusion when really we're talking about inclusion. So I I appreciate kind of putting a finer point on all of that. You know, uh, we're about halfway through the month of June and June is Pride Month. And so I'd like to get your take on that, Carson. What does Pride Month mean to you? Yeah, so that's a really good question. And, uh, you know, this is such a it's such an important question because pride means so many things to different people but i'll I'll put my spin on it um because it's june is extremely special to me especially because i have a birthday in june so it has it, it means quite a few different things to me but um pride month puts like a special lens into the lives of the lgbtq plus community and during this month, you know, we hear stories about the struggles we've faced and the hardships we've had to fight through to be considered equal under the law. Um, but because of the privileges that I have, you know, being a white cisgendered male, and cisgender meaning that I uh, identify as the as the gender that I was born at. So um, I was born male and I, I identify as male, which would be the opposite of transgender, which is someone that uh identifies with the opposite gender that they were born into um you know and because of that i have a responsibility to speak for people that don't share those same traits 
So, I mean, because I grew up in a loving home, my life turned out exponentially different from someone who wasn't accepted by their family. So I continue to fight for the rights and help educate people that don't know differently. Um, but while this isn't something special to June, this is the month that that's highlighted and, and it's a chance for us to celebrate. So that that's really what pride means to me. It's just a, a celebration of, of the, the time and the work that our community has done to get where we're at. Well, and thank you for sharing that because you make a really good point here is that we celebrate Pride Month in June, but really the work is something that goes on every month of the year, every day of the year, every hour of the year, right? In making sure that we're taking care of ourselves and taking care of one another. And, you know, Carson, you mentioned your family, uh, and it sounds like they were very affirming and supportive. Um, could you talk a little bit about what your journey was like uh, as a gay man? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, my, I, I, I can't speak for everyone, right? But I, I, can, I can say that I feel like my story is a little bit unique. Um, uh, my mom said that she knew that I was gay when I was three years old. I don't know how she knew, but uh, I can tell you that my mother and I have a very, uh, very close relationship. So um, I think it was just part of her that knew. So I, I was, I was lucky in that way. Um, the, when I was a sophomore in high school, I brought a boy home from high school. And the first thing my mom asked me if, if he was my boyfriend and I said, yep. And that was the end of our conversation. Uh, my, my mother, it, it's funny. So on my, on my mother's side of the family, there are two sets of identical twins. Uh, her aunts and her uncles, and they actually both identify as gay and lesbian. So both sisters and both brothers. Uh, so this isn't, uh, a, a, fortunately for me, this wasn't a, a new conversation that my family had to have. So we, we, we were, they, they knew, you know, how to have this conversation. They knew the struggles. Um, it was more of the, uh, how am I going to navigate my son's, help help my son navigate his life. Um, but because of the, that affirmation that I was given by my mom and my dad, uh, I've been I, I've been pretty confident, and um, I've had a lot of privileges being able to stand up for people that don't necessarily have those those same acceptances. So, um, the I, I had a few issues in high school, you know, people that didn't want to sit by me, but because I lived in my truth, um, I never really had a lot of people that would give me a hard time. And I, you know, when you take the bully away from a bully. Uh, they don't have much to stand on. So um, when I would get when I would get comments, I'd be like, okay, you know, okay, I'm not entirely sure what the what the point of you saying that is. And then it would kind of they would be like, oh, okay, so you're okay with you. I guess I can be okay with you then too, because usually it's all about insecurity. So um, that was like, you know, my life up through high school, and then I came to Consumers Energy. Uh, I had. I, I've always been out. Uh, however, you know, it's still there are still challenges with having to come out to everyone. Something that that gay people don't have the the privilege of having is just the the assumption that you're that you're straight. So, uh, for example, two like two weeks ago, I just came out to my whole organization. I've I've always been out. I'm very proud, but I actually had that conversation. Um, so that was a huge milestone, and uh, it's not—it's not easy. It's never going to be easy. Um, but I, you know, living in our truth and uh, and the fact that I have such a huge support system is incredible. My, 
I got reached out to by my executive director, my director, my boss, all like saying how proud they were that I was able to share that. And I just, we ha- we have such a, a unique experience here that other people don't have. So uh, I'm very, very lucky and I am so blessed to be where I am. I want to go back a little bit, talk about your relationship with your mom, because the one thing I've learned about moms uh, is that they know, like I've told my mom some things later on in life. And she's like, yeah, I knew. I knew. Yeah, of mom, course. Moms just know. Right. But here's the thing. Like many times when I'm having this conversation, we talk about coming out, you know, I compare it to, you know, if if I was in high school and I brought my girlfriend home, you know, my parents wouldn't even blink. Right. Like, like it's sure. just what they expect. Yep. But if I were in high school and I brought my boyfriend home, that would probably be a different conversation, at least in my family. And yeah. here you are, Carson, being Carson, and you're like, oh, no, when I was in high school, I brought my boyfriend home. And my mom was like, oh, is that your boyfriend? You're like, yeah, everything was cool. Like, when when I think about how we would like this world to be, that's what I think of. I, I would never have to get up in front of any organization, because I've been to consumers for a long time, 27 years. I would never have to get up in front of my organization and go, oh, hey, by the way, you know, I'm a straight white male, in case you didn't know, because the assumption is that I am. I think the challenge is the assumption is that everybody is, and that's why you have to do what you have to do. And for anyone out in the audience that doesn't know Carson, I mean, Carson, you're just you're just Carson. Like, you are who you are. There, there aren't a lot of secrets, and I think that's what, that's what I love about you. I think that's what other people love about you as well. Uh, but the fact that um, that you recognize that some people might not know wholly who you are uh, really shows how much you care, not only for yourself, but for others around you so that they don't make those assumptions and mistakes. And what's that like for you to have to kind of on a continuous basis talk about who you are? Yeah, Bill, and you're and you're you're so right. Um, I would love if one day, we all can. There, there are no assumptions for everybody. Everyone's story is unique, and everyone brings something to the table. Now, however, that does not mean that we don't celebrate the, the differences, and that's what makes us so unique, right? And that's why we have ERGs and why we, uh, why why we have things like Pride Month and Black History Month and things of that nature to to celebrate those wins. Um, but you're but you're absolutely right. I um, I'm not going to say it's easy. Uh, I still, there are still nuances and there are still stigmas behind um, being gay and being part of the LGBTQ community. Uh, but, but, be, but because of the, of the wonderful people I've had in my life and the people that I've, I've been surrounded by, at whatever higher power you, you believe in, they have really honed in on making my life as, as wonderful as possible. So um, when, I live, when I live that truth and I speak to it, uh, it's been nothing but but positive. Uh, you know, it there I have I have insecurities. I'm always going to, uh, especially you know I, I I do better when I can. Typically with women, I have easier conversations because um, I've I've grown up w- with a lot of female friends. Um, all of my all of my leaders at the company have been female, so it's been easier for me to have to have these conversations with them. But you know when I when I had to come out to my to my director, who is a, a white cisgendered male, it's harder because there is a there is a stereotype behind that that they are homophobic or unaccepting, and it was totally the opposite. And um, I I still have to I, I'm still working on 
assuming that people are are generally good and and want to hear, even if they don't quote unquote agree with your lifestyle. Um, we have how we have a culture of respect here. Uh, and I, I have that that same thought process. There are people that think completely different differently than I do. And we have wonderful conversations. Uh, there is a a member within my organization who uh, who has a totally different belief style than I do. So him and I have set up a one on one every single week to talk about um, the things that we have learned and to educate each other because we both wanted to to be better uh, and to learn and to uh, and to really hold on to um, the fact that we can celebrate those wins. So, um, like I said, it's not always going to be easy, but it gets easier every single day to have these conversations. And, you know, coming on this podcast and having to share the truth is still hard, but I hope people can hear it and say, okay, if he can do it, I can do it too. Well, you talk about uh, celebrating our differences. And I think you kind of hit that just right, because there, for all the differences that we have, there are a lot of ways in which we are very much alike. And so I think that helps bring us together, but then our differences are what help us to be uh, contributors. When we look at the D in diversity, equity, and inclusion, we talk about diversity of thought, diversity of background, and your life and your experience brings something different to the table. If I'm problem solving, for instance, rather than having a whole bunch of people who are just like me at the table, we're probably going to come up with a pretty uh, the same answer, right? Whereas if I have a whole bunch of different people at the table, the answers I get are going to be interesting and different and probably the right answer because it's it's that culmination of all those differences that we share. So I, I couldn't agree more. I think sometimes we get hung up on the differences and it doesn't allow us to find those commonalities, um, which I, I think as a company, we're really working towards putting those to the side. But you also said something else, Carson, and you said the word lifestyle. And lifestyle really impacts me, and here's why. Because in my journey as a, as a cisgendered white male uh, straight, I always thought that it was the gay lifestyle, right? It's not. Like, lifestyle is like the clothes I wear or the, the maybe the restaurants I go to, but my lifestyle isn't who I am. Absolutely. And, and I think many times when we talk about lifestyle, we think, oh, well, Carson woke up Tuesday morning and decided that he was gay and he wanted to live that lifestyle, right? That's not how it works, is it? Not even – man, uh, if I had to go back right now and choose my life, I wouldn't change a thing, but that's because of the experience that I have. But I can't – I don't. I guess I don't know anyone within our in our community that would wake up and say, I want to be stigmatized. I want to be discriminated against. Um, but because, because we've all lived that life, we now have that voice and, uh, I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, and you're right. You're absolutely right. This isn't my lifestyle. This is my life. Um, I have a partner who I've been with for two and a half years and I, I absolutely could not be happier. And, uh, it's just embedded to who I am, it, regardless of what people may think that I chose to do one day. So I get it. And, uh, you're right that that language shouldn't be used. I shouldn't be using it. And, um, we're, we're, uh, our, our community is working toward that education. But I'm, I am glad that you used it because it did, it did trigger the thought. Now I got to ask if you're comfortable, do you want to give a shout out to your partner? Yeah, absolutely. Um, his name is Reed. Uh, he is, um, he's older than I am 
and he is the the most special person I've ever met in my life. He was actually married to a female. Um, she passed away of cancer back in August. Uh, excuse me, back in August of 2017, and um, he he identifies as as bisexual. Uh, and after she died, we found each other. We met at a gym, and uh, we. I never, I never thought I'd be someone that wanted to have a partner of any any sort. I never thought I wanted to get married, but he completely changed that perspective for me. So um, we are uh, in the process. We uh, we just got back from a vacation for my birthday to Myrtle Beach, um, and you know we just have a lot of fun together. And uh, it's it's really neat to be able to call someone your best friend that's that also can share um, different parts of your life. So yeah, he's absolutely wonderful. No, I completely agree. You know, I get to wake up with my best friend every yeah. morning. That's the first person I see in the morning, and that's the last person I see at night. And that's an amazing feeling. It really, it really is. It's very special. I, uh, my, my parents have been married for 30 years, and watching them grow up, um, watching me grow up with them in my presence, I never thought I would find something like that, just because I didn't think it was possible. Um, and then, you know, one day things completely change. You have a whole new perspective of, of, of what you want and what you deserve. And, um, I found it and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, it's a great feeling. You know, we have, we have some, we have issues, you know, with, with some people trying to understand our relationship because it's different. Um, but they don't have to understand because it's, it's, it's our, it's our life and, um, it, it works out perfectly for, for who we are. Well, and I would almost make the argument that you could look at any relationship and try and figure it out. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Like, I think, you know, I think people do look at, look at us and, and sometimes scratch their head, but I think in any relationship that that's going to happen. Right. I mean, completely well, agreed because no, we're, so, I, we're all so different as human beings. Yeah. And we all have a special, a special story. And, um, and just because normal society doesn't see it as normal, it doesn't mean it doesn't work. And, you know, the, the relationship that we have is is probably a lot healthier than some people that stay together because they feel like they have to, and we don't have that. And um, it works, and it, it's wonderful. And I, I I hope I can advocate for people that understand that they all deserve to be loved unconditionally. Yes, I think we all deserve happiness in our in our lives, whatever whatever that is. Carson, you said normal, and you know, I think if I if I went back over the almost 80 podcasts we've had now since we started and I asked every one of my guests, what does normal mean? I'm going to get in. I'm going to get 80 different answers. Right. Absolutely. Well, for sure. So. So, yeah. So how does society how does society define normal when the individual can't even define normal because normal is different for everyone? Right. And is and is that just part of all of our insecurities that, you know, where we are thinking that we have to belong to some sort of life when, when really, if you just do what's best for you, you're going to be more, much happier, more successful. Cause what is normal? Normal means normal to me means waking up at 7am going to the gym working, but normal to someone else means, you know, seeing their family three times a month because they're in, uh, they're, they're, they're deployed, you know, like what, what is what's normal? Um, and that's, what's so fantastic about our culture here is that we've all been given the opportunities to to share our normal and to be able to express that and it's so it's so fun to watch other people thrive 
It really is. And you, you talk you talk about normal in families. So I grew up in what I thought was just a normal, you know, Midwestern family. We had sure. our we had our uh, celebrations at the holidays and all of that. Um, and I remember especially like Easter time, you know, we'd get up in the morning and there'd be like Easter baskets and we go to church and do our thing. Well, I, as you know, I am married to a very Greek person. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. Easter for, for us Greeks, because now I'm Greek, uh, yeah. Easter for us is like 40 people at your house and you're cooking all kinds of food. And it's this huge celebration. And it was very hard for me to get used to that because I'm not used to having all these people around. So my normal has obviously changed from what it was, you know, even three or four years ago. So it's kind of a fluid thing. Totally, totally evolving. Right. And I'm guessing you and, and your partner love, love that, that family collaboration, right? Like you didn't have it before you have it now. And it's, uh, it's, I'm sure it's fun, right? It's, uh, it's incredible. That's the only way I can say it. I've been completely adopted into the Greek community and uh, it, I have this huge, loud, incredible family that that loves to celebrate. So I mean, how, how can you not like that? So yeah, I mean, normal normal is what it is for all of us. But uh, Carson, so we are coming up on the end of the podcast. Sure. But I didn't want to leave until I gave you the opportunity to kind of leave a message for the audience. So is there anything yeah. you like to share with them? Sure, I absolutely would. Um, so I have really grown in my role at Pace. And I, as I said earlier, I'm the, I'm the political liaison. People ask a lot, like they ask, what can I do? I don't know what I can do. And that's a hard question uh, because there are so many different things that I could say to do, but you have to be true to you. And what, what do you feel like you can make an impact on? So my soapbox is that um, I just want to say that more than a third of LGBTQ plus Americans faced discrimination last year with no explicit protections under the Civil Rights Act. So the Equality Act is a bill that would amend the Civil Rights Act to ban discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. So this would offer uh, the LGBTQ community things like uh, protections with employment, housing, public accommodations and things like that. Uh, the U.S. House passed this bill in February, but it still needs to be voted on by the Senate. So if, if, if it's something small, what you can do is you can call, email your senator. You can sign petitions at change.org. Um, you can donate to things like the Human Rights Campaign, GLAAD, the Trevor Project, but also share your story. Uh, everyone has a story. Share it. Being able to talk, doing things like this bill that you allow us to have these conversations with you allow us to to talk about the things that matter to us. So share your story. And um, if I can ask anything of any of you, just um, uplift LGBTQ voices. Uh, if, if anyone questions anything, um, you know, try to change their mindset and uh, just have that conversation. Say, did you think about it this way? And I think that's the best way that we're all going to learn to educate each other and just to be a better, kinder, gentler force and um we're 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 working on it and i just ask that you do the same thing well and i want to i want to clarify something too when we talk about the equality act yeah. uh, this isn't about special rights for any group this is about equal rights for everyone and i think sometimes people get that confused i just want to make sure that we made that very clear that this is about bringing people all people 
to the same level. Without a doubt. Yep. Without a doubt. And um, this is also a bipartisan effort. Um, so uh, call, call your, if, if you're not with, if you're not within Michigan, call your senators. And even if you are with Michigan, especially call them, but um, uh, this is not just Michigan based. So please, please uh, do your part. If you can write a small note, get on Twitter, get on Facebook, write a letter, do what you can do. And that would meet, that would be huge to people like me. All right. Well, you heard him, audience. It's time to take some action out there. I want to say thanks so much for coming on, Carson. I know that everyone's very busy. Um, you know, you say you appreciate me giving you this voice, but I appreciate you coming on here and just being you and talking about what your life is like, because I think that's going to touch a lot of people. So really appreciate it. Hope to have you back soon. And, and thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to the audience for tuning in today. Remember, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. And be sure to take a few minutes and fill out our survey to let us know how we're doing. That can be found at http colon slash slash b-i-t dot l-y slash m-e dash y-o-u dash u-s. And remember to tune in every Wednesday when we talk about the things that impact your personal well-being.